Welcome to the Cosmere Reads, a Cosmere podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Will, and Alondo. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 12, 13, and 14 of The Well of Ascension. Enjoy! Welcome to episode 19 of the Cosmere Reads. I got to do a little pause before I do that in the future because I, I did that last, I think last recording, and I was it too fast, it cut some of it off. <laughs> I wasn't quite, the mic wasn't quite on yet. How's everybody doing tonight? You guys are good? We are doing fabulously. Good. Good. Awesome. 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 So quick announcements real fast before we go any further. Uh, this Friday night at 10 p.m. We will be doing uh, the championship for Watt of Fortune. Uh, it's Wheel of Time, Wheel of Fortune style game show. It's the final championship. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, so come join us 10 p.m. Friday night. Um, and other things. Jordy Con tickets went on sale on Saturday. So um, I, I have not bought mine yet, but yeah, they went on sale. <laughs> but okay. I, I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, to join the pre-chat. Yeah. That process. Yeah, they people, need an IT person. People, come on. You have, to, they, you have to go for a profile first and then be able to access the shop. Do you have to have a subscriber account before you can actually get them? I was like, yeah. what the heck? <laughs> Yeah, they do. I've given a hard time about it, and then you can only buy one ticket per email, so like you can't like. It's a, yeah, it's a. But once you do, so it I was one trying year, to buy my ticket to earlier today, and I was like, "Y'all about to lose a subscriber." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a really complicated process, and I've given them a hard time about it because we tried like last year, like we last minute getting Ian's ticket because uh, from the Will Reads, because it was like. Like it would not accept emails because he already had a profile, but he didn't remember his password from the previous year because yeah. emails attached to the subscription. They're like, I was like, can you just unlock it? Like, cause he oh doesn't know gosh. how to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was drama. It was unnecessary drama. Yeah, it is. Like just let people buy it. But yeah. But yeah. Anyway, once you fill the profile, as long as you remember your password, save your password. Uh, the next year is really easy because everything's filled out for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's giving me all the drama. I'm not a subscriber. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Regardless, we're gonna go though, right? I mean, I think yeah, we're all gonna yeah, go look, here. Watch, watch <laughs> me, Scott, Scott's thank break up in that joint and be like, uh, party crashing. That's what I yeah. do. There we go. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna try to go too. Yeah, I think we're fun. You now we can all oh, get I'm a... definitely in. Yeah, I mean, look, hell, I, I paid for the freaking like WatCon, didn't even go. Yeah, but yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm just annoyed we'll get, we'll the fact a, they don't make it easy. We'll all pawn a car together and and, and ride that, do a road trip. It'll be fun. Um, Absolutely, so us in like a, a Ford Fiesta. We're gonna just yeah. break it, yeah. break down in there. <laughs> Can we get a gonna have, it's gonna have three yeah, wheels and a spare. <laughs> We're just gonna be uh, just bouncing down a the cl- road. A clown car. Get it, get in a Mini Cooper. Uh, what's what's uh, what's a little. What's the tinier car? The little compact ones? Uh, smart car. We'll get a smart, smart car. Yeah. Let's yeah, do we'll, we'll Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh Three cylinders in that bad boy. Oh, scary as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it gets like 70 miles a gallon or whatever. So, yeah, we'll make that work. Yeah, we'll make it work. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So, that's... Um, 
Yeah. So that's it. Uh, we did do a giveaway on Discord uh, last week. I was late on picking the the winner. We did pick a winner. Um, I already DM'd them. They have not DM'd me back. So if you watch or listen uh, to the show, uh, Luna Aki, you you won. Oh, uh, hey, uh, congratulations. So, um, yeah. I feel like we but, should put that up in, like, big, bold letters and, like, flashing should. lights and boop-ba-da-doo. Like, we should. When you right. the confetti goes off or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Cosmere alcohol uh, wars continue um, with Python. No, they do not. Drink cough medicine. Uh, try to beat that, Alondo. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> so, uh, just FYI, Pythos, Pythos wins. <laughs> cough medicine is that's the ultimate alcohol right there. <laughs> Under the counter, secret stash. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I guess uh, other news as well. Um, Will came in town last week, and uh, all three of us were able to go hang out at a bar together. So um, hey, um, went to a little swanky place. Uh, had some had some drinks, and um, yep, uh, it was a it was a good time. Had a Mexican, that, to, a Mexican Mexican meal. <laughs> Mexican meal. That's right. I forgot about that. That's right. We got to annoy the staff there. Yeah, give them a hard awesome. time. Give yes. them a hard time. Uh-huh. They gator made bites, they, 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 gator bites. Yeah, gator bites. That's right. Gator bites. Yep, yep. good. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, and then Will had some amazing cocktails made by the the bartender there that were just concoctions made up that were Thank delicious. You, Reese. I appreciate you, Reese. We had the old fashioned with the smoke bubble. Pop the bubble and oh yeah, yeah. Super yeah. Fancy. For some reason, Alan's Alan's bubble would not stay <laughs> together. It just, nah, ah, just man. He got it's, three short-lived smoke it, bubbles. It, it, it's, yeah. it's, it senses the, the dark friendery in me. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> what it is. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Not bubble-worthy. Yeah, it. not bubble-worthy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, bu- mm-hmm. bu- the bubbles for the, 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 the pure soul at heart. That's why Will's bubbles stay together with mine. Just that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I didn't order one because I already knew what was going to happen. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah. I thought about the smoke coming out of the bubbles, kind of like the mist. I just thought about that. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was that a, was. They should call it a misting fashion, right? We yeah. can do something there. That'd be cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool, though. Yeah. Had a good time. Um, have you tried a smoked old fashioned? That's what we that's what we're just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's, what we so, that's exactly what we got. <laughs> it, so that we thing got. was like smoky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very good. It's in the band. Good. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, I got to wake up and uh, play golf the first time in like five years, uh, which was uh, um, interesting. <laughs> right. And then, and Will, you got to wake up. No, wait. You had played golf on Thursday. On, right? on Thursday. Yeah. Right, yeah, and then I, I got to wake up the next day and go to work. <laughs> I worked Friday, Thursday. I woke up at three thirty, couldn't go back to sleep, so started working at five, and said, "You know what? I'm not going to work past two. And then I played golf. So, oh, yeah. man. for anyone listening from work, I did work a full day, both mm, Thursday mm, and Friday. Mm, Alondra, do, do you have a drink for tonight? Oh, uh, so I had so many internet issues and things. Going on. <laughs> I, I did not put a lot of focus into it. So I'm literally drinking this like uh, peach uh, whiskey drink that I made <laughs> earlier in a in a mason jar with a specific like no. straw. It's a metal straw opening in it. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, nothing super fancy. I have a beer. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> what about you, Will? What you drinking, man? Basil Hayden's. 
Oh, mm, nice. This guy. Good basil. Okay. I've got look, a look. glass of uh, Malbec to follow it up next. Oh, this <laughs> guy going in hard. Look, the whole bottle. I reserve the right if I run out of alcohol to like break away to go get something else because yeah. Do it. Oh, yeah. my Do internet it. was like giving me all the problems. Oh, yeah. You have permission. Full permission. Full, permission. Full send. Thank you. Thank all you right. And thank you. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys ready to start uh, part two? Ghosts in the mist. See. We get to see the ghost in the mist a little bit here. But, um, yeah, so we start always with this little bit of um. Oh, we don't always do this every episode, but uh, yeah, we start with a little say in the beginning. But I wanted to start doing these more because there's something that ties to at least in this chapter to this. So, start with chapter twelve. Um, it wasn't until years later I became convinced that Alindi was the hero of ages, hero of ages, the one called Rabzine in Clinium, the Animisior savior <laughs> a lot of words i don't know if i pronounced this right but um yeah so that's what the little thing was uh we will bring up these little um epigraphs or whatever you want to call them later in this episode but we're back in Sazed's point of view which i i promise you guys the next chapter would be a longer Sazed chapter and it is and we get a little bit more about ferrochemy here too so exciting um exciting times so they're marsh and Sazed now have made it all the way they travel together they're now look overlooking the what is it? The, the conventional, uh, uh, conventicle, conventicle of Saren. There you go. And it was an S word of Saren. So that's where we are. They're, they're there. Oh, wait, before we go any further, bingo. You guys are supposed to remind me of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Bingo. 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 Let's go. All let's right. Go, let's All right. Go. So let's, let's take a look here. Uh, okay. so here we go. Um, here's where we are right now. Uh, for bingo so okay. you got a couple of options going on really this this cross right here uh if internet drops midstream you guys win um nice you know that little that little cross you know i guess mm -hmm. going from bottom left to top right mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. other than that yeah um you still got lots to go anywhere else but yeah um we'll see but i just want to maybe go. we bring it back up at the end too after yeah yeah Gotta yeah yeah, because there's there's one that we're gonna talk about, which is the, the, the you know the terrorist men come back come back, and I I don't know if we crossed that off or not yet. So we'll we'll talk about that towards the end of this this chapter. Anyway, thank you so, for that. Appreciate that. Yeah, I wanted to bring that back up. So yeah, so let's go back to where we were. So Sazed and Marsh are standing over on a I guess a cliff, overlooking it. I guess how how are we? Yeah, it's, it's like a crater. crater. It's a crater. Yeah, steep sided crater like valley valley. So like I'm guessing it's like a cliff face like looking down to this crater mm -hmm. um i don't know if you guys have ever like climbed a volcano where like you're on the edge of a crater or a cauldron that's pretty steep so i have actually funny enough in in, in the philippines i was in a it's an island that's in a volcano that's in another volcano Okay. It's the only place in the world that exists. And so, yeah. yes, I actually sat on the edge twice of a volcano looking in at the water that yeah. was created by the crater. Sure. Or whatever. Anyway, so, yeah. So, yes, twice <laughs> in was one that, trip. Isn't there yeah. a special, like, like geographical term for that or something? There, I'm there sure, Will, you're probably – Okay, there. I was hoping you guys – Yeah, it's, no. it's, the, it's the craziest thing, though. So, yeah. Yeah, we went to um, we hiked up um, 
now I'm going to picture the name of this mountain, uh, the volcano. But it's in Indonesia. It's on the island of Flores. Kilimitu, I think it's the name of the island. Or the name of the volcano. Mm-hmm. The name of, I think. There's three um, craters or cauldrons at the top. And they're filled with water. And they change colors throughout the year because of the different bacteria within the water. Changes. Right. They, that's right. They go from like stuff yeah. grows in that volcanic in this, right yeah you know, like that environment right so as you yeah. go from lake to lake into the different mm-hmm. you know cult- yeah. cages colors and if you come back a different part of the year it'll be different colors That's um cool. but oh. we, we we got up there and we're so excited to see these colored lakes and it was just all and clouds and fog like it was such a cloudy morning that oh no the, so the, the cauldrons were the cold well by the end of the day it, it cleared up but like so we couldn't okay. see how far down from the edge it was mm-hmm. you know and so we decided you know what 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 do you do when you're 20 something years old and you have a big cliff in front of you and you take a rock right and you throw it <laughs> oh i thought you were telling me you dove in no 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 uh, yeah i took a rock just to see how because we're on the edge of a cliff like literally we knew it's a cliff oh, yeah and throw it to see how far down yeah throw the rock nice. <laughs> so yeah so you throw the rock and uh and we listen and we wait and we wait Anyway, and you hear splash. <laughs> I was like, that's really far down there. <laughs> Step back away from the edge. <laughs> like, that sounds slow. like some Harry Potter type stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, throw it into the mist and like wait for the sound. And by the time it came up, we realized that we needed to get away from the edge of the cliff. We, we jumped over the safety fence. Um, to yeah, go I thought you edge. were jumping. I, I thought it was like water in there or something, but n- n- no, not so much, huh? Well, I don't know. We could see. Well, we well we cleared up. You see, it's it's like the water. What? But it's way down there. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and it was a cliff. And there's a safety fence, which was really funny because it was spelled Faunch. So the safety Faunch. Oh, uh, there's <laughs> nothing better than seeing English uh, misspelled in other countries. I love it every time I see it. Or bad grammar, bad English grammar in other countries. Yeah. I'm like, I love it. I live for it. We were in uh, Thailand. And we mm-hmm. went to a place, and it was the best place. It was called Pizza Hug. <laughs> That's great. I don't Let's, know. Maybe, maybe they meant for it to be Pizza Hug, but still, it was like. There's got to be a subreddit for that. Like, just full of it. You know, you know. One of my my friend who lives in Thailand <laughs> will, like, send pictures of the venues over there sometimes, and they're just, like, hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, can, I, I can't it. remember what it says, but, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to Kopipi Don, our – PP Islands, oh, in Thailand? Mm-hmm. No, we went to Phuket and we went to uh, Koh Samui. Koh Samui, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. A fence, a fancy, a fancy fence. It's a faunch. It's a faunch. A faunch. A faunch. Right. But we got past the safety faunch. Wait, was it, it? Was it? Wait, 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 wait. Was it F O N C E? It was F F A N C H. Oh my God! Faunch. Faunch. <laughs> 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 I love it. Fonch. <laughs> it's the same Welcome fans. members to the Fonch cast. <laughs> That's brilliant, please. The safety Fonch. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to use that so many times now. Yeah. I mean, that's science. It's a danger. Do not go past the safety Fonch. And I was like, the God, it's great. safety Fonch. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and we would, of course, went past the safety Fonch because we said, well, I didn't see a Fonch anywhere, but it definitely saw a fence. It said, saw nothing a fence. About, it said nothing about a fence on the side. <laughs> You know, so, my, my legalistic self. So. That's right, because 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 fonches be keeping people out, but uh, fences, fence, yeah, you know, whatever. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, yeah. So they're overlooking. They have a little conversation, 
about you know whether or not there's anyone down there and says like sure it's empty and Marge's like, yeah it's empty it's definitely empty there's no one there and, and says it you know uses his tin to enhance his eyesight right Get a little bit more about how you have to store that up um get you to stay kind of almost blind for a few days to get better eyesight but you know can can do that with your metal minds and uh you know zooms in looks in close with his eyes and uh doesn't look like anybody is home so right. uh, they decide to go make a climb down well marsh goes to climb down and says he just jumps because well he's a fair chemist and apparently he can do that which uh, is pretty cool it's because says it does says it things yeah says it does says it things come on <laughs> which i thought was pretty cool you know like as as marsh is climbing down says it just floats past him slowly down yeah <laughs> just makes makes himself super light um so uh was this the first time we've seen Seiza do like physical stuff? No, we saw him uh, get big, get really big. That right. Yeah, time. get really big and strong. Um, but um, yeah, so you can increase your weight, but you also can increase your strength. There's different different ones, but yeah. So there's one that increases your weight. Um, obviously, that can come in handy sometimes. But um, in order to store it up, you just make yourself light, so he can just start feeding his weight into a mind, and it makes him yep as light as a feather. Not quite as light as a feather, but you know, light enough that it. It's a little bit of pewter was not that bad of a fall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty cool. Um, so they get to the bottom and they enter this very, very strange building. Um, you know, um, uh, Marsh can see inside. Of course, says he can't because even with tin enhanced eyes, he explains, you know, I still need light. Almost like, you know, we talked about like night vision goggles and things like that. You still exactly. need some yeah. light. Yep. If there's no light, um, it doesn't do nothing. So, right. you know, he he has to... Uh, let Marsh get a, I guess this gets a, um, a torch or something for him. Um, he goes in, Marsh goes in first and gets something for him. I think it's a torch, but anyways, so what do you think about this building? What do you think about all this, this, this original interaction about, you know, a little bit more about the fair Kimmy says he's doing season things. Um, well, they, they talk about how it's in a crater and how like, it's not easily def- defensible. Right. Um, more like hard to find, right? Uh, so it's it's interesting that it's just down in this crater, where like if you're, you know, three hundred yards away, it just looks kind of like a horizon line. And really, there's right. like this fortress down in this hole, which right, it's like symbolic of like evil going down right towards right. hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I got really creepy vibes the whole time. Like you know, like it's empty. This is where the inquisitors like. You know, this is an Inquisitor stronghold, but there's nobody there. And we've got Marsh, who, like, is now an Inquisitor, um, bringing Sazed yeah. in with his, like, cold demeanor now. And it's just, it's it's creepy. Um, well, there are bodies, right? There were, there were it was empty. But there, yeah, once they get in there. Yeah, yeah, there's dead people. But they've been dead for a while. Yeah, that's the reason yeah. why I didn't think it was, like, creepy. Is I was like, well, it's kind of crypt keeper kind of thing and i was like well whatever you know i mean but they've been piled in like as high in the corner and like the back or whatever like it wasn't yeah like, i uh, mean it's crypt keeper things right so yeah know, you know killed by what looked like a harsh sword or axe strokes like they were backed against the wall and just got slashed got slaughtered yeah you're right right and, you know and says <clears throat> is trying to like you know well why like i think he's not asking why <laughs> You know, and, and Marsh is like, well, I need to go down and, and a little further do some investigation, but you can stay here. And Sage is like, okay. Well, like, what's, yeah. Um, and, and he starts, you know, looking around, trying to find any evidence or any clues. And he finds a set of st- a staircase in the back 
that looks like it would go up to an altar or something like that, except it's going down. <laughs> right. So he finds like the secret, the, the, the secret entrance. Yeah. Like in a video game, you know, like Zelda, when you tap on the right wall, you can actually, you know, go and like, you know, oh, it's a secret entrance. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Also, what else? There's other things I'm, I'm skipping over a little bit. Uh, there's no libraries, no lounges. Uh, there were torture chambers, look like um, t- metal tables on the floor. Uh, they were bloody, but the blood was all flaked and powdery at their feet. And then lots of spikes, some tipped with blood. Right. Similar to the Inquisitor spikes. Right. So, uh, of course, the whole vibe I'm getting is this is where Inquisitors be becoming Inquisitors. That's what I'm thinking the whole time. I'm like, okay, this is how the Inquisitor okay. creation or, process happens, you know, initially. So, or is it where they take bad Inquisitors and like torture them, like you know, take the spikes out because they said they're bloody. Ooh. If they're bloody, Ooh. why aren't they in their head? Ah, oh, um, that's a good point. Okay, or maybe somebody like you know bungled the process of creating the Inquisitor. <laughs> you know, they. Whoops, that was your ear hole. My bad. <laughs> How do, how do you how, how do you guys <laughs> how somebody this is they're like oh sorry missed your ear <laughs> it's so damn what dark in here oh, your ear. <laughs> why don't we have any freaking lights in here wrong hole wrong hole oh no oh no <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I need to drink more because <laughs> oh my god, I mean, laugh way too hard. Let Sorry, <laughs> let, me, let me stop my chuckles. Anyway, anyways, so... what? <laughs> Roll the bowl. Oh no! Um, <laughs> they also... Here, go ahead. Well, go ahead. we were describing about like the scenery, and they also were talking about how it's very boring like kind of like just no not a lot of thought put into like little details and make it like decorative it's just very functional straight hallways big you know it's, it's not exciting it's not like a place you really want to live like oh definitely not no yeah that's yeah. what i was gonna add not that vibe yeah do you guys have any theories about how inquisitors are created um, so all I can go off of is when what happened with Marsh, right? When they went sure. in, they thought Marsh was dead. Um, we saw bodies, we saw a lot of blood, mm-hmm. and Marsh came out of it and said, You know, I, he didn't want to talk about it, mm-hmm. he had spikes in the eyes, and there's that. Nope. So we really don't have much more than that. Sure. So that's the reason why I felt like this was like probably like kind of an Inquisitor creation camp. <laughs> camp yeah. yeah. Uh huh. That's all I could think the whole time. I'm like listening to this, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is uh similar to like you know creating another Inquisitor or something. Uh, so. Good, good, good point, Dana. Uh, Zul, she pointed out that uh, yeah, it's not like the Inquisitors can see color or even like because all I can see is through lines. So right. Because why would they, deco- why would the they put decorations the, uh, up? It's, it's, it's mentioned that the uh, actual uh, the spikes no, themselves cover the entire right. entirety of the eye socket. Right. I mean, it's not like they can like see like partially or something. It's like the entire. They thing just see covered. blue lines, so right. They art art won't do anything for them. <laughs> right. Is um, what is what happens when you burn steel again? Uh, for alamancy. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, you, it's pu- you push steel push. 
You push against metals. I like how you said for Alamancy. Um, well, I mean, there's still for a fair king too. <laughs> like, I know. And I, when you said that, I was like, huh. Um, I'm just thinking like, there, you know, different, different types of inquisitors. Like, do they have different types of metal in their, in their, you know, metal spikes hmm. thinking, thinking ahead. Interesting. Yeah. And then iron pulls. Yeah. Steel pushes iron pulls. Anyways, um, yeah, so they get down there, and then Sazed notices that against the wall down here, there's a plaque. Um, that's a lot of plate, uh, steel plate that's a lot older than um, anything else that he's seen around here. I mean, it's 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 pretty ancient, but it's carved in steel. Um, these this words, and he can read it because it's it's a it's in Terrace, uh, an old dialect, but you know. Even without a copper mind, says he can still read it. And did you recognize? Uh, we talked about it a little beforehand, but although you were here yet, but did you recognize these these words? It's the same thing that we've been reading. It's the beginning of all these chapters. Of yeah, all the time. it is. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah, if you go back to chapter one. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I was like, line. Skip Weird heard this noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. But now it's written in uh, in in steel. It gets there. Yeah. Which we knew because that's the reason why it was written in steel. Was because yeah, I write these words in steel for anything set in metal cannot be anything not set in metal. Yeah, yeah, set in metal cannot be trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, and then Marsh comes back, scares the crap out of Sazed, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we got to go. The quarters upstairs are empty. There's no one here. This trip's been a waste. Uh, and Sazed's like, that's no, not a waste. We got this. This is this is amazing. Marsh is like. Yeah, that's rubbish. Come on, let's go. And he's like, come on, can I at least try to copy it? He's like, no, we don't have time. He goes, can I at least take like a scratching of it yeah. uh, on the piece of paper or something? Yeah, he's Mark's taking like, like the Indiana Jones rubbing of it or yeah, something. Yeah, a rubbing. So, yeah. 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 So it does that. Uh, you know, learning that the Lord Ruler himself was of Terrace, you know, and, and has squashed other religious, you know, these little things, you know, Sage wants to cling on to and try to, you know, piece anything together. But um, I. I did also like how he's talking about like uh, how he wants to preserve that information. Uh, he's talking about how he needs to like speak it. But earlier in the chapter, he's talking about how like he's committing things to memory and he like paints a picture in his head, but how doing that doesn't stick in your memory as long. Right. Um, and it's better. Like he starts like, sp- like talking about what he's seeing to describe it because for whatever reason that commits to, Mm-hmm. memory better right um that was an interesting like i don't I, I i don't know that i remember seeing anything about that so it was interesting just hearing that because i feel like that like uh, is kind of like similar to in real life like you try to like read a book or study a textbook or something and be like reading 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 and it's like okay but now if you like write it down on flashcard or you talk about it with a you know classmate or something like that it commits to memory better so it's kind of mm-hmm. similar to like right real human experience in that regard and there's something that he said that made it sound like even as he's saying something that he's trying to record in his copper mind is it copper mind copper mind yeah okay that he doesn't really understand what he's saying at the moment because it's just going back into the recording of what he's doing Mm -hmm. he doesn't really like like in that moment he doesn't understand what he's talking about. He's just like, I'm just reading this just to make sure I have it here. He's sure. really processing it. He's just doing it just to make sure it gets recorded. Not so much that he actually is like really processing it. Like, oh, well, let me do like this 
you know, evaluation, this critical thinking of what I'm actually observing in the moment. Right. Yeah, because because he says like when you go back and pull it, it's like crystal clear. Right. So he doesn't right. really care about like that moment. He cares in that about moment. He doesn't care. Right. He, yeah. And that's exactly right, Will. So it's like he doesn't yeah. care in that moment. He's just like it's almost like reading something out. If you were like you know the person reading the book for an audio book, you wouldn't care so much about like understanding what you're saying. You're just like I just need to do the performance so I can record the audio book. And then later on, maybe you listen to yourself and you're like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. But at the time, you're just like, I'm reading the words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, just as a little note, because unless you do a million rereads, you probably don't realize this. If you go back and reread all of those little notes in the beginning of each chapter, and then you read this, what's written on steel, it's slightly different. Really? Okay. So, Just, and I was only saying, uh, yeah. So, I think, you know, Alan, I, 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 based on the last book that we read, my plan yeah. was always to go back and reread all of those, just sure. those segments. Yeah. Um, but I always do it about halfway through the book. Yeah. And so, about, I want to say maybe like two more episodes of this podcast, I was going to go back and do that. Okay. And do that comparison. But that, thank you for letting me know that because I will pay attention to what the differences yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. Cool. And that's pretty much how we end this chapter with them. Him just thinking like, oh, I need to make it back to Terrace and kind of report everything back. And you know, I need to. We're getting more clues. You know, ever since Rashik's notebook or logbook, you know, this is the biggest clue. Um, you know, they've had. He's had since then, and you know, he's even though it's a small little nugget, he's latching onto it, and it's a big deal. Uh, I think he says like we're getting closer or something like that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To figure it all out. This is the kind of stuff that Sazed likes doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Getting into this, mischief. This is Sazed's jam. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is his thing. He's like reinvigorated now. Yeah, this yeah. is Sazed hard, hard on all day. Long. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, ouch. Well, well. Poor guy. <laughs> that hurts, man. Low blow. <laughs> Sazed, if you're listening, don't take Sorry. offense. Anyways, um, so anything, saying, this, anything you know. for anything for this chapter? <laughs> He's a eunuch. Leave. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was a dad joke. It was. Um, anything for this chapter before we move on? <laughs> no, I got nothing else. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, all right. So, chapter thirteen. Um, when I find when I uh, when I finally had the realization, finally connected all of the signs of the anticipation of to a Lindy. I was so excited. Yet when I announced my discovery to the world bringers, I was met with scorn. Oh, how I wish I had listened to them. That's the start of 13. So we get world bringers, which I don't know if we've had that term before or not. That one stood out to me. Even was... if we had, we wouldn't know what that <laughs> meant. Sure. I mean, unless Will's got like insight on insight on insight. No, it's just from like conversations I've had with with like Alan in the past on like the whole book series itself. That like I'm curious. Okay. We don't know anything just from reading. I don't think. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Let's keep. We'll keep it at that. Sure. <laughs> um. So yeah, thirteen. We start. Miss is swirling around. Vin's out there in the mist. Um. Yeah, it seems like the mist are coming earlier and earlier. Earlier and... than they were supposed to come. Yeah. yeah. What's up yeah. with that? 
And she even puts it out to Osir, who's just like, what? I didn't notice. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Normally they appear like after it's dark. Like it's getting dark and they appear now. Yeah. And he's like, it is dark. <laughs> she's like, yeah, but not fully dark yet. Like they start arguing about like dusk. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, mm-hmm. it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a fun little moment with uh splitting with hairs. Splitting hairs. Yeah. 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 Um, and she's like, doesn't seem strange. And it's like, if you want, like she says, if you if you command me to think it's strange, I'll say it's strange, mistress. It's like, oh man, <laughs> this guy. I'm gonna say right now, this whole chapter is all about this dude just being as lawyery as possible. Real talk. I mean, yeah, he's doing everything he can to skirt the edge of this contract. Oh yeah, God. Yeah. Well, she she starts pushing it and she starts asking a lot of questions about, I mean, she's trying to, you know, cause you got the end of the last one, the who done it kind of thing. Uh, the clue game is on, yeah. on who's the Condra. Yeah. Um, and so she starts asking questions about Condra and he's just like, eh, I, some, some things he answers, some things he refuses to answer. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. He's like, Oh, we don't usually talk about, look, we he's, don't talk about know, fight club. Yeah. I'm, not I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. This guy, but you know he does. He does learn that Conjure cannot use Alamancy, which I found surprising. Mm-hmm. I was like, I thought for sure they were going to be like, kind of like the terrorist man, where like they had like a different type of yeah Alamancy or something like that. But nope, he's like, no, we we can't use it. Right. It's interesting when they talk about the contract contract too. Like she asks, like, is it possible that you know it's a Conjure acting on his own will? He's like, no, no way. Like, I'm still curious. What's it, what 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 is the payment for the contract? Right? Why do they need ATM? Is the payment for the contract? But they don't use ATM. They're not mm-hmm. Alan answers. What what what? I, I, I the contract is still messing with me. <laughs> oh, and Vin, Vin like says like I still need to read that contract. I'm like, is there even a Get, you contract to read? Even a contract to read. <laughs> Look. See, Alondo Cleese would be all on top of that. I'd be reading that contract and like <laughs> like I would be putting it on top of like matches underneath to make sure there's no hidden like text in that thing. Make sure somebody to like write something in like lemon juice. Mm-hmm. I, I'm checking that contract front and back yeah. all the, at this point in time. Just well, I don't think Vince even seen the contract. But she makes it sound like she has, but she just hasn't d- done the due diligence. To actually yeah. look at it in detail. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's it. Yeah. Will is that is that where is that what your feeling was? Because I feel like you said something that sounds similar to my impression, which is she's seen it, she just hasn't like gone to it, uh, gone into it thoroughly. I don't know. I maybe she has. If I missed it, I just am like, where? What contract is there? Even a contract, or is this <laughs> internal to the Condra? And he's just like implanted in her brain. Like, there's a contract. Trust me. Oh, you, you got to highlight that comment from Skeeter, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Right. The first stipulation of con- a contract club contract is <laughs> do not talk about. You don't talk yeah. about contract club, contract club contract. <laughs> the second rule, do you don't do not talk, talk about. about- <laughs> Later on, he's going to come back and be like, oh, did you think I was saying contract? No, I was saying contra. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. It's a Contra yeah. contract. No, I was saying yeah. Contra, you know, the amazing NES video game from the 1980s, which but, is, uh, you know, the, the 
Konami code. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. They also learned that one of the one of the codes, I guess, of the Contra is they cannot kill a human either. That's the right. to a contract, which means right. that someone else so had to kill the body. Someone else had to. Now, see, they, see, that should have been the cliffhanger of part one, by the way. Yeah. Because, I mean, sure, you know, you're trying to figure out, you know, who, whatever, whatever. Sanderson, I know you're, you're always checking in the podcast. You want to see the Alondo notes. <laughs> I know that's what you do in your life. You're like, yeah, what's Alondo thinking about? Now, look, Alondo would say the bigger cliffhanger is who killed the person that the conjurer had to actually, you know, ingest the bones yeah. of. That, that, to me, is the bigger issue. Not so much, you know, who the conjurer is imitating, whatever, 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 because... Yeah, Conjure does Conjure things, but who else is the conspirator is a bigger, I mean, I feel like it's a bigger issue that I want to know more so than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she's still going through who it could be, and she's like, it can't be Breeze, because Breeze is out of the city, you know, before all this happened. So he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and then he says, well, it can't be Ellen, you know, because he was at the wall yesterday, and she starts thinking, well, he was kind of gone for a little bit, but I'm not going to there's, I'm not gonna say it's Ellen. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And then he's like, still leaves the majority of the crew mistress. And she starts thinking, you know, Ham, Dachshund, Club, Spook. All right, uh, go, starts going through all of them, like trying to find alibis for you know every single person there. And you know, says, mm-hmm. well, you know, there has to be some kind of tell. And and he's like, uh, Contra take their job pretty seriously as far as perfecting the yeah. individual they're taking over, like and not making mistakes. Like it's pretty rare they make a mistake. Like that's that's not how the, that's not how we operate. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, and then that's when she pushes more for like, is there any other way to tell? And uh, she asked about, you know, the the alamancy, and and he's really reluctant to even say anything about that, but finally does. And you know, so well, at least we can test those people. But that still leaves Doxen. I think it's only Doxen left out of the main crew. But then there's still servants and everybody else. Well. Spook, Spook's a ten eye. Clubs is a smoker. Uh, Ham's pewter arm. So you could test their alamancy. Right. So Dachshund and Spook. And Clubs. And Clubs. There you go. There's the yep. other one. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So you could test all theirs. So Ellen and Dachshund are the two non alamancers. Yep. Um, but then there's also servants and a bunch of other people too. So just thoughts about this whole conversation about the contract. And I mean, it obviously goes into one thing that she he refuses to answer. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the, my notes. Yep. Um, so you're doing a job for Kelsier. He said that we had to keep you away from the Lord Rule and the Inquisitors. Why is that? And Osir says, oh, that's one thing I'm not going to speak of. He says, you know, I command you. He goes, that's in the, a contract. Like, I don't have to speak on that. Right. On why stay away from Inquisitors and the Lord Ruler. Yeah, we get a confirmation, by the way. The Alamancy actually attracts the mists. Finally, mm-hmm. get a confirmation of right. that. I mean, it's been kind of, you know, suspected up until now. Right. So we're good there. So I guess just thoughts on all of this Contra. This. I still love the, by the way, every time the Breeze spook interaction thing happens, hilarious. Every time. I, I just, those two... Those two, I, I I like the fact that they like always kind of like you know like jab at each other. Well, not jab at yeah. each other, but you know Breeze is always going at Spook though. So um, 
Um, I like the the idea of Ellen playing both sides. Yeah, bless you. Um, trying to like figure out some way to play both sides in this uh, these armies. Um, but he understands. It's like, well, we got to do the both side double spy, whatever you call that, you know, mm -hmm. double cross, whatever, um, because that'll lengthen things until they can figure something out. Um, you find it interesting. Um, yeah, but it's good stuff until now. Yeah, you know? I, I feel like we're, I, we're we're still slowly pulling the curtain back. Yeah, so, yeah. and the crowner's not really giving much up. I mean, he's oh right, yeah. No, like she even asked him, like, you know, what are your loves? What are your hatreds? And he's like, I don't answer that. He goes, no, want to or don't have to. And he, he's like, you know, thinking like, oh, you have to command me. He's like, I'm not going to make you say that. Like, you're fine. yeah, like Conjure be doing Conjure things, I guess. I don't know. It's it's yeah. weird that it's like Vin and him are one on one a lot lately. And yeah. now the Conjure is in the form of a like a dog, almost like a pet, even though it's a giant like wolfhound. Mm -hmm. It's not a human being. Um, right. It almost feels like Vin is opening up more, even though it's the same Chandra in a different body or different bones. Like she, she trusts him more. So I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like something bad is going to happen from that. Yeah. The dynamic has changed drastically though. If you think about the last book, he was Lord Aru. And he was giving her direction and she was learning from him. And now the dynamic has changed. And now she's basically kind of giving him direction of what he should do, how he should interact, you know, what he should be executing. And I find that interesting. Um, On that. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just like, it's a difference because in the last book, the contract was held by, Kelsier, right? Yes. And he transferred so, the contract to Vin upon staff. Right. So now she is the contract owner. And so mm -hmm. now the dynamic is flipped entirely. It's like flipped on his mm -hmm. head. Right. And he's also not even a quote unquote person anymore. He's not a lord right. anymore or whatever. He's, you know, an, an animal. Um, so the, 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 the whole dynamic structure of that has just been intriguing to me. So go ahead, Will. What were you going to say? Well, I mean, like it, it says, you know, they they um, impersonate their bones that they're in to like perfection, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It was Lord Renault under Kelsier. And like they were like, it was the same person. It was the same person that he was before he got, you know, eaten by the Chandra. Right. Now it's a wolfhound, right? So is the Chandra almost acting like a wolfhound that can talk like you know very obedient but also like you know uh primal oh, and, you know point. yeah yeah so is it taking on the characteristics of what an animal would do if it like, was subservient to a human that yeah that yeah okay. and then and then also maybe Vin just doesn't know like uh, the with a chandra you literally have to command them to you know, I'm going to command you to give me all the answers I ever want kind of thing. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. maybe she's not enforcing enough of her will over the yeah. Chandra to really right. get more results. But it's I mean, also like the wolf. She's still a little meek. I mean, right. at, at moments. I mean, she can be a little meek and not really mm -hmm. like forceful. And so, you know, maybe that, that dynamic is also at play here too. So, 
Yeah. Right. Good points. Good, very good points. Yeah. So anything from all this before we move to her burning bronze and Nope. Okay. So yeah, so she starts to burn bronze uh as she's out there in the city and she feels pulses again. Yeah. So we get our, our mysterious ghost figure comes back. Mm-hmm. She feels the same odd pulsing she felt way back in chapter three. Um, and she decides to go face her fear, you know, and she jumps up to the third floor where the, the pulse is and opens it up and there it is. Uh, and Vin actually just yells at it. Like, what do you want? Like, what are you doing? And it steps forward and disappears, but it grabs her or something grabs her cold. She feels a cold grab on her arm. And pain pierces in. So weird. And it stuck with her. She like kept feeling it for a long time afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So was she like going down into the mists when that happened? I'm imagining. Do we know? Yeah. Uh, is she going down? What do you mean? They didn't say she like jumped. She like jumped off the ledge and, you know, she was like, oh, sir, follow me if yeah, you she can. Fell, she fell backwards out of the window. Yeah. Her arm was still cold. She could feel the whipping air beside her. Yeah. So yeah, she felt the mist trailing like clouds. Yeah. So yeah, she fell. I don't know. Creepy. I would say there's definitely some Wheel of Time feels on that. That whole something grabbing you. and Yeah. Something grabbed her arm. Something cold. Something terrible. Yeah. Something very real. A pain shot through her head, moving as if from her ear into her mind she yelled but it was cut off uh but cut off as her voice failed yeah so no thoughts but i mean any any speculation what is it what's the ghost in the mist again all i thought was wheel of time (laughs) very wheel of time lord of the rings uh feel on both of those Mm -hmm. books series have things like that happen or something Mm -hmm. Kind of like, grabbed at you and creates like a physical right. reaction from the person. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know yeah. if it's a trope, but I, I felt like that was like that. It's like I've definitely heard this this before. <laughs> so. Yeah, and, and now Vince, her biggest, as she pointed out to Osir earlier in the chapter, her biggest fear, our biggest hatred is being afraid, and she starts to fear the mist because that's her biggest love was the mist. Yeah, see, that's the thing that's nice messed up, Yeah. Yeah, so now it's like something that she didn't really fear at all. That she loved. She She saw some things in the mist that was like, you know, kind of messed up, like people getting killed in the mist or, Mm -hmm. you know, the mist wraith and whatever. And she's like, oh, what's this thing? But, you know, now she's kind of like. Fear in the mist. Yeah, that fear. Mm -hmm. It's like that. And there's nothing worse than fear. So. Yeah. That's right. So anything from this before we move to Ellen's point of view? Nope. I didn't hear anything. So Ellen's organizing the old crew. He's having a meeting with a bunch of books, you know, uh, talking about ways to form alliances between the two armies surrounding Luthadel. Had a fun meeting with uh, Breeze, Spook, and everybody. And, yeah, you get the little interactions with (laughs) Spook and Breeze. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I, I, every time they talk, I'm like, you love it. I'm sorry, I yeah. ruined that earlier when I was talking. About <laughs> That's it, okay. But, uh, yeah, Bye. but 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 spook and breeze. So I, every time they they get together in something, and just breeze just just jabs him so much. I'm like, yep, go ahead, get him. Yeah, he's he's like, if I didn't get to sit here and watch spook steal a bunch of money from Ham this whole time, I'd have been gone a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's good that's really good though. exactly 
then Ellen sees Spook's big pile of money and he's like, oh shit, we're use we're still using like the Lord Ruler's currency. Coins. We need yeah. to change that. Yeah. 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 That was a good. That was a nice little little point too. I mean, obviously that happens anytime you have a change of society. You'll probably still use the old currency for a little while, but you know, yeah, yeah. Get it. probably not easy to change. That's yeah, right. they're also like, oh look, Ellen's like Kelsier. He's super late, except he got delayed because he was reading books, not like you know, killing people. Killing people. <laughs> By the way, thank you. Uh, I'm so glad they finally, finally are trying to introduce the fact that this guy's a learned book reader. Mm-hmm. I was a little annoyed up until now. I was like, this guy's been reading books on books on books on books. And I was like, when is that ever going to come to fruition? Finally, it comes to fruition right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, keep going, Alan. But uh, yeah, I was yeah. Like, waiting for it. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, they said they're just talking about like, what are they going to do about these two armies? I mean, obviously, it's going to stall any invasion, but eventually something's going to give. And eventually they'll starve their way out. You know, they have food on the outside and they're like, well, you know, their food's supplied by cows. Like we could sabotage that. Um, you know, that's his recommendation, you know, and then maybe set the two armies against each other if they can, you know, starve them out. Um, and, and the crew, you know, the crew actually somewhat agrees that maybe that's a plan to go with. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, you know, it's just whether which one, I guess they, 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 Say it sets probably the easiest one to do, but yeah. So what do you but, think about this? But go for it. But the whole that whole plan hinges on uh, Ellen. Yeah, yeah. That was exactly. their big like catch all because it wasn't. Right. I mean, like the crew before Ellen had his plan was saying like we should just let one of them overrun us and then you know you can be like a an adjunct ruler from afar under right. set. Right. Ellen's like, nah, I don't like that. Yeah. Right. So they're hesitant on Ellen's plan. Sure. hundred percent. They are, but you know, Hey, it's a plan, right? It's something. <laughs> Do you think it's a good plan? <laughs> breeze. Breeze likes it. Cause it's, uh, it's got style. It's got style. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, is it a good plan? Yeah. It's pretty full. I think so. Yeah. I mean, hey, shoot your shot. It's got merits, but uh, it's extremely risky. Yeah. Yeah, especially with Ellen kind of having to go and have all the conversations. I mean, and again, we have to keep reminding ourselves this guy's, by the way, do we know the exact age? I'm going to assume 19. He's 19, 20, somewhere around there. Yeah, 19, 20. I, I continue to think about that every time anything comes up about Ellen. I'm like, he, he's like, he can't drink yet. <laughs> <laughs> so. True, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it means, you know, this way, at least they have a fighting chance, you know. Um, you know, they'll destroy us otherwise. You know, they, they, they have no chance yeah. in the long run unless they do something. That's basically it. And and, mm-hmm. and to Ellen's point, you know, like him becoming a, a, a you know figurehead ruler or something like that, it probably is not going to work out that way. <laughs> I mean, that's that's very wishful thinking. Yeah, that um, who that gains even let him, anything yeah. by him being the figurehead ruler, right? Yeah, I mean, it'd be one thing if they had like the masses on his side and they were so passionate about him, they were like. Oh well, we will not be able to survive, 
if we like take him out of power because you know the the people will revolt no one is sitting around just like you know crying from the rooftops how much they love this guy or anything like that so no one benefits by keeping him in a figurehead position no so Sorry. yeah he he's done he's done skis right. uh if anybody uh breaks past them walls right yep exactly yeah. and then while they're having this whole conversation i mean anything while this before we get to the i guess the final little scene oh no i'm okay yeah so um then um what's his name um the guard uh captain demu Oh, comes, yeah, yeah. comes rushing in saying hey we caught uh this woman she was listening to the wall um you know mm-hmm. ellen immediately recognizes her, like hey you were the terrorist woman from the uh, assembly yeah we're trying to get payoff on that and she's like yep that was me and just you know it's like well, what are you doing and she's like um uh, i'm not gonna say anything i want to talk to you alone so get everybody out of here <laughs> and they're like excuse you like it's like i'm in chains anyway like you know like what what am i gonna do oh yeah um, and then she says and then she fades off position by saying oh yeah and you're, you're misborns right outside the window which is a lie right yeah you're misborns right outside the window anyway right uh, they asked to say this in you and just well i'm here because because of him but i would not say sent and finally ellen says all right ham it's all right you guys can go i'll be fine by myself thinking that if if Vin's outside the window, it's not a big deal. Right. And she's like, yeah, you can leave me bound if you wish. And he even thinks he's like, you're a fair chemist. That doesn't matter if you're bound. <laughs> like, nope. like, could easily break out of anything that you're going to put a fair chemist in. Like, whether yeah, just right. increase your strength you, or you just like, kind of, get skinny. You don't know and, what she's got stored up. Yeah, you exactly. no idea what she can like do. And she comes you know, full of earrings and stuff. I mean, she has earrings. Yeah. Right, right. Right. So, yeah. But, you know, Ellen's suspicious, but at the same time, he's willing to listen. So, you know, and Hampson says, oh, we'll be right outside. And he walks out, and that's how we end this chapter. Yeah, this could have went so much worse. Yeah. Could have. Yeah. Yeah. So, thoughts on this chapter? Any any final thoughts? Or uh, do you think uh, do you think Van could beat a fair chemist in a fight? That's a good question. That's well, she did. <laughs> she 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 fought the Lord Ruler, so yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, a fair chem. Uh, well, yeah, could be, yeah, good. <laughs> the, the, the Lord Ruler's uh, fair chem. Fair chem- <laughs> there you go. So yeah. I mean, I'm getting on, I'm getting on technicalities here, but I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> um, and by the way, Ellen is 22 in this book. He's 22. Get out of here! No yeah. way. This guy Big sounds choo-choo. like he's like he sounds like uh, two years past 12. But anyway, keep up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say it depends on the fair chemist she's fighting. Yeah, uh, look, I'm gonna tell you right now, she ain't taking Sazed. Uh, no, if, Sazed, or, if, if if her and Sazed were getting a fight, I'm like Sazed all day long. I'm Sazed. like, where, where's where's my DraftKings, uh, you know, betting <laughs> ratios on that? Let me put the money down. Sazed, and Sazed, Sazed I versus think, Vin. I don't know. I don't know if Vin could beat uh, this new one. What's her name? Twin. Tendril. Uh, yeah. uh, Ten. Tendril, Tendril. Okay, I just based it off of what I heard, and I like typed it, like wrote it in on my notes based on the phonetics. So yeah, yeah, Tendril, yeah, Twindle, Twindle, Twindle. 
So any thoughts from all this chapter? I mean, lots of conjure talk, lots of little, a uh, little bit of a uh, uh, ghost in the mist, and then a lot of the politics. So, yeah, still a lot of building. We're still early. Well, I say early. We're we're early-ish in the book. You know, <laughs> when are they going to fight? When are they going to take over the city? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of resources being used because every day when you have tens of thousands of people sitting outside of the city walls, mm-hmm. that's resources being used every. Right. I mean, that's how true day. siege back in the day. That's how true siege would work: is you'd starve out the population. You take out starving the them out, out yeah, starve them out. Right. Um, that way, that was a no very to... popular way. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it it costs a lot of money to build siege engines and everything like that. It was a lot easier just to surround the from a distance where the archers can't hit you, and then no food comes in, and you're just screwed. Boom! You're um, yep, city dead, just like yep. that. Yeah, that, that's how. So it I feel like this is so, like a lose lose all around. I mean, because it was yeah, it was pretty rare. Like in the movies, you see like the big charges on the castle walls. That yeah, that's not how sieges worked. That yeah. was because you could. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> you just surround and isolate, right? Not until the Ottomans invaded uh, Constantinople, and, and, uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, but there's there's a couple other times in history. But that was uh, of course that now was, with DoorDash, you actually have the Domino's Pizza guy actually get delivery in, and they drop in from the sky based on oh, the yeah. commercials I've been watching. Yeah, um, <laughs> so maybe that would change the whole scope of army warfare. Well, you know, well, air it, superiority is a whole different thing that didn't exist right, back in right, life. which obviously Domino's owns. I don't yeah. know if you've heard this, but Domino's owns <laughs> okay. air food delivery services now because they actually have dudes in khakis dropping in delivering pizzas from they just have they just put coins in all the mcdonald's bags and then miss uh alamancers just pull it (laughs) see (laughs) see that's brilliant i mean as long as it doesn't break the bag as long as the coin doesn't like you know just pop through the bag or whatever yeah yeah, you're good maybe they put it in the big mac box or the yeah a little more durable big breakfast for everybody Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how they do it in this world. Yes, yeah, right. Anyways, all right, moving on to chapter fourteen. Um, see, 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 And yet, any who know me will realize that there is no chance I would ease give up. No chance I would give up so easily. Once I find something to investigate, I become dogged in my pursuits. Um, and so we start with. Tendril, which, by the way, pause. I love Tendril. Just, just so, so <laughs> mighty matter of factly, yeah. Uh, I wrote down some of the notes that uh, she was spitting out. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and incorporate those in my own life. <laughs> Good for her. I looked yeah, up yeah. my closest Toastmasters. Yeah, nice. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, the, the terrorist woman snaps her bonds immediately and the ropes drop to the floor and Ellen goes, uh, Ven? And she's like, oh, she's not really there. Oh, she's not really there. <laughs> I just said that to get them out of here. <laughs> she let the Wait, you believe me? She's like, I let myself oh. get caught because Ven just left. Yeah, because oh Ven just left. I yeah, let myself the get whole caught. thing yeah. is just like, you just talk about stupidity. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Ellen goes, Ellen goes, um, uh, I'll be calling my guards now. I guess <laughs> yeah. I'll like, be calling wanted, my guards now. Yeah, she said, Don't be a fool. If I wanted to kill you, I could have done it, you know, before the others got back. Now be quiet yeah. for a moment. 
Yeah, there's no way we get there in in time. Yeah. And to much Ellen's surprise, she he has no idea why she's there. And immediately she starts barking orders like, stand up straight. Boom. Like, Excuse me? He goes, you're Love slouching. It. A king must maintain dignity at all times. And he's like, uh, this he's like, lady. He's like, now while I appreciate the advice, I don't know. Don't hedge. Command. <laughs> like she just starts and he's correcting just, him like left yeah, and right. Yeah, everything. Every time he opens his mouth, it's like, no, you did it wrong. No, you did it wrong. Yep. Yep. And he's just like, I don't really. And he's getting frustrated. He's like, who the hell are you? I'm the king. And like, you're like, finally, he like burst out. Just and there it is. There's the king. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, no alacrity before that. She's like, can you just like act like you are the dude or? You know, whatever, but don't act like you're like, oh, I'm kind of the placeholder king or something. Act mm-hmm. like you actually own the position. Right. Good for her. Good for yeah. her. Yeah. Which is why he's losing in these freaking, like, you know, debates and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Because he has, it seems weak. He has no presence whatsoever. He's right. like, well, dude, I kind of evaluated some things on a book I read from Mark Twain, and he told me that I should try to put the thing together in the plan. Yeah. Nah. nah. Mm-mm. Yeah. But basically, she's come to whip him into shape. Um, that's what she says. You know, that's why I come here. Uh, I'm a keeper. I've come to make you a king. Because right now, yep. you're not acting like a king. And no right. one, ha- you don't have any respect. You're not going to have any respect unless you ha- take my help. So she you can keep came me around. To kick ass. And chew bubble gum, <laughs> and she's all out of bubble gum. Boom! She's doing amazing things. I love her all day long. Tangible reminds me of Tywin Lannister in the best way. Oh yes, yeah. Ooh, even the yeah. names are close if you think about yeah. it, though. Yeah, Tywin <laughs> Lannister, definitely yes. whipping out, trying to whip Joffrey into shape for sure. Oh man. Uh, it, 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 I just watched. I rewatched. Scenes. I just rewatched one of those scenes, like where he's like being like a snot up to Tyrion, and and he says something like, "He's I am the king," and then he goes, he goes, he was like, "No true king has to tell everybody he's the king." Like bingo, <laughs> bingo, bingo, bingo. Like, oh, like, yeah, Tywin was. You should never have to I tell anybody Tywin. you're the king. Like, love that guy. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, Tindwell is definitely, um, yeah, uh, the better version of that. Uh, definitely, it, it, it reminds me a lot of like sales training I've been through. I've been through this one tra- sales training where, like, it was the most intensive boot camp and the same type of thing. Like, they would have you like, you know, give your proposition speech or whatever, like your, your thirty second commercial, and you'd start this like ad libbing into it, and he just like slam his fist on the table, like no, and just like tear it apart, start over, no, start over, and like yell and scream at you, and you're like. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. But it was really good training. Uh, but yeah, it was very much in your face and very much, um, yeah, um, yeah. So was it I, was it like Alec Baldwin and like uh, oh, what's the movie I'm thinking of with always uh, be Glenn, closing? Glengarry Glen Glen Gloss. Yeah, thank um, you, Glengarry Glen Glen Gloss. Yeah, Glengarry Glen Gloss. Yeah, is it Glen Gloss? I think, I think it's Glenn Ross, isn't it? Glenn, Glenn Ross. Glenn Ross. Sorry. Okay, yeah, you're right. You. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because coffee's for closers, my guy. Glenn Ross. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Love yeah, that Daggone movie, though. But yes, yes, yes. I mean, he's only in the movie for like all of like 10 minutes. But yes. man, what an impact. Yeah. 
Yeah. I digress. Sorry. <laughs> but very it's much like that like, It's almost like John Taffer coming in for like a king. How to be a oh, king. I how to love, run a restaurant. By the way, I'm the biggest fan of freaking Bar Rescue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, John, if I was to be at a bar and saw him walk in, and he was like told me to like leave. I'm like, I'm staying around. I just, no. just witness. Watch. I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him beat up all these people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And, and she brings up a good point. She's like, you know, your people who think you're a fool, Ellen Venture, the assembly, a body you organize, ignores your authority. Yep. Um, the ska archivist, you won't be able to protect them. Even your yep. own council of friends makes plan in your absence, assuming that <laughs> your input is no great loss. Deep burns, yes. Because he's about yeah. to walk out of the door, and then she throws that at him. Yeah. yeah. His ears kind of perk up. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. She's <laughs> nailed him dead to rights. Yeah. That's Love not her. good. I don't like hearing that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, then she turns and says, well, you know, like, I know Satan has religions. Like, what's your thing? Like, is that, is that, it's like biographies. I study biographies of great leaders. And it I makes me really want to read fucking biographies. Yeah. Oh, dude. So I did that for like a while before getting on this podcast because I love Mm -hmm. reading books and I have read so many books and I do audiobooks constantly. I was into biographies like left and right. I mean, I did this one on Napoleon and I didn't feel like I, they're great to listen to at the time. You don't really learn that much that helps you today. Sure. Which is the reason why I feel like there are a lot of, a lot of them are a waste. Like I did this one that was like Frederick Douglass, for example. Yeah, I've read his the narrative. Yeah. Long and you, you, so you know how long yeah. that daggone thing is. It's like freaking volumes, mm-hmm. and it's like it's great. It's nice to hear what they went through at the time. There is nothing I read from his biography that I can translate into today, other oh, than right. be able to regurgitate facts. And that's that's a that's a really good point because I mean books are it's not a two way dialogue it's a one way conversation right and where Tindwell is coming in she's read all these biographies but she knows how to apply them to different people that's like such a freaking valuable skill yeah right um for come in and whip somebody into shape like if you're trying to do this I've read enough books on people that have done that. Yeah. And I know how you are. Here's yeah. what we need to change and work on. Because I love the biography I read about Teddy Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Love everything about him. I mean, the guy was like a freaking beast of a man. Right. I mean, you want to talk about the macho, macho man. He's the macho, macho man. I can't take anything I've read from that biography and be like, I'm going to do this in my like everyday yeah. life. I mean, yeah, it just doesn't you, apply. You mean, you mean you didn't take anything from The Prince? Some Machiavellian? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, it's not like I mean. Again, I love knowing what these guys went through and did, and so I appreciate that. Unfortunately, there's nothing I've read from them. Sure. Uh, or, or maybe what has happened is I've picked up all these subtleties from them, and I have applied it to my life, and it's so subtle that even I don't recognize it, and it just has, in like, just somehow or another infiltrated my subconscious sure maybe that's possible yeah but i just like, don't think of things explicitly in day-to-day situations like what would teddy roosevelt do in 2023 challenge you to a duel <laughs> uh, yeah 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 
in 2023, right. Teddy Roosevelt would clap at you on Twitter or on X. That's that's uh, what, yeah, that's probably what he would do. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a dude that would drive to your house, knocking your door. He would rap on your door with a cane. Yeah, dueling cane, of course. Yeah, and he would, mm, sir. He, we need to engage in fisticuffs. But that's illegal. <laughs> he kept dueling pistols in the Oval Office and actually on numerous occasions, occasions would challenge his members of cabinet to a duel on the, on the White House lawn. You now, see, it was illegal. It was illegal at the time, but he did. To the death? To the death. Even though it was illegal. That, that's, he was it's like, it's like, look, we, we all learned from Hamilton. That's the outside. reason why you go to Jersey. You go to Jersey because that's where you can you know, Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, still he still kept uh pistols. Anyways, uh we good had a really rough riders. Far side we did segway, um, blah blah blah. So, but but Ellen's intrigued now. He's like, So can you teach me to emulate these men? And she's like, Perhaps I haven't decided yet whether you're in the lost cause or not. Um <laughs> yeah. Whether I can. Um and then um I guess shortly after all this and a couple more corrections, especially with the ums. You know, quit saying um, right? You know, I love that line, by the way, because yeah. that's something that I have learned to stop doing is saying um so much. Yeah, because what happens is people have a tendency to want to avoid uh, the long, silent pause. It makes them so uncomfortable that they say um to fill that. In Italian, it's uh, what is the word in Italian that people use? Allura, mm-hmm. like allura, and they just say that like all the time. And it just it's a something that fills the yeah. pause, and it means that it's got a thousand different meanings or whatever. It's like um in in English, it's like yeah. um doesn't really have a meaning to it. It's just a pregnant pause filler. And I remember years ago, you know, being told. If you have to pause while you think of something, don't say um, just let the pause occur. Let, let the quiet happen. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Silence always makes people uncomfortable. So it's it one does. of those things that uh it's I say uh, a lot. Uh <laughs> we all say uh, uh but the um, um thing was it yeah. see there's a difference between um and uh, uh um like is like just sure. filler. Uh, is like sometimes you just it's like a precursor to sure. like what you're getting. It's like a phrase or or mid phrase saying or something. But sure, well, what's wrong with just saying like, "Wow, that's a really good question," and then just sitting there, there looking go. pensively, letting the person know I'm thinking about this, right? And then, yeah, I mean, it's a lesson. It's a lesson I learned very early in life that I've never been able to master. That the power of silence is actually more powerful than talking. Oh my God, um, is it powerful? Especially in negotiations. It's negotiations, crazy yeah, powerful in negotiations. Yeah. I didn't realize how powerful it is until I had to get into contract negotiations or things mm-hmm. like that. And sometimes you'd be surprised if you just don't know what to do. Just take a beat, really think out what you're thinking should happen in this particular situation. And by the time you come to the conclusion, the person on the other side of the table is like, Okay, look, I can lower the price. <laughs> You're like, oh, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it's too quiet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
that was my my father growing up was always so good at that and he still is but like they whenever i was in trouble you know you'd ask him like am i in trouble and he just wouldn't say anything he'd sit there and stare at you and like so am i and he just like i'm thinking and it get quiet again <laughs> it's like oh crap I'm gonna wrong be <laughs> but then i'm sitting there sweating bullets now like oh crap this is gonna be bad <laughs> like <laughs> just it is me, the weirdest course, thing okay. because you think to yourself the person who's being asked the question and has the long pause before they respond you think that that's the person who is uh you know with the least amount of power they actually have the most amount of power in that moment yeah, yeah. It, it just yeah. seems counterintuitive, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah, so. I like Skeeter's comment. What's that? On our next episode, we'll so. explore the power of silence by not talking for an hour and a half. <laughs> well, considering <laughs> Skeeter is a guest on next week's episode, which he is. Um... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Bet. Um... We'll just sit here like this. I know. Next when episode. I hit that truncate silence button on my editing, it's going to be amazing. It's going to go our from a two-hour podcast to a five-minute. Skeeter, <laughs> on our next episode, as a guest as a guest member, you won't hear from Skeeter the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh man. Okay. Just uh, bad. low for my appearance. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, but after all this, Ham pokes his head in. He's like, "Is everything all right in here?" And and Ellen's like, "Yeah, I think we're done for the night." Uh, Ham, can you see Mistress Tendril to her quarters? She'll be staying at the palace. She's a friend of Sazed's. And Ham's like, "All right." Um, you know, and, and I, I guess during this, also Vin came in. So we skipped over that. Sorry. Vin does come back at some point, and you know, does her little thing for a second. It's very short lived. Who are you? And she smiles. He goes, <laughs> I'm just trying to teach this guy some manners. And she says, It's funny you asked that question immediately, where it took him forever to actually get around to that question. Right, right. She's already given she's already given Vin props. She's yeah. like she's like, I like her. I like her. Uh-huh. She's commanding. She'll uh-huh. make a great queen. Yeah. You, on the other hand, uh, you have some work. Yeah, you need some work. Uh, yeah, so. So, um, anything from all this before we go to Vin and Ellen talking after she leaves? I didn't have anything. Okay. So I liked how uh, Tendwell was like, she was like, you as a pair, Vin and Ellen, are interesting. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and here we are to see Vin and, Vin and Ellen talk again, which right. I don't know why, but every time they get in these conversations, I'm just like... Oh, why are we in the chapter with this? <laughs> really don't like it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Vin says, uh, I don't like her. She said, Alan smiled because you don't like anyone when you first meet them, Vin. This is like, I liked you. This is thereby demonstrating your terrible judge of character. <laughs> yeah. And did she? I remember saying that to myself. Yeah. One time. I was like, did she really? I don't yeah, think I don't she know. did. I don't think she did either. I don't think that checks out. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, pretty much, this is the conversation. At the very end is about him, about keepers. Um, you know, Ellen lays out the plan, says that they agreed to it. Yeah, told her that they seem excited about it. Um, yeah, she keeps the back uh, talking about the best spirit again. All right. So, my big question. 
out of this podcast episode would be mm-hmm. what the hell is the deepness? Is it a creature? Is it we, we don't know, right? Mm-hmm. The last person who knew anything about it died a year ago that saw it or can talk about it, right? Whatever, when, yeah, whatever. It is so mystical, ethereal, and I'm like, okay, whatever this thing was, was so oppressive and impactful that it changed the scope of the world they live in, mm-hmm. but yet and still no one can talk about it now. So much so that it's like, you know, they talk about plants being green versus green? Other yeah. colors. And, versus and I'm like, and dying. Just... I'm like, this is nothing about this is making sense in my world right now. And sure. I'm like, this is, I, I can't get my head wrapped around the idea that this thing that was so impactful, this deepness is mm-hmm. so impactful, but yet still no one can talk about it. We can't yeah. talk about what it really is, what it was, what it did. Was it a meteor? Was it an animal? Was it? And I'm like, yeah. The here of ages had traveled. Help me out! Help me out tra- here. Yeah, the here of ages had traveled to the well ascension to defeat the deepness. The prophecy said that the hero shouldn't take the well's power for himself. He was supposed to give it up and trust in the power itself to destroy the deepness. But so, Rashik took the power. Would that mean that the deepness was never defeated? Why wasn't it? Why was the world destroyed then? See, I got so many questions about the deepness. Like, why does it impact everything? What was it? How did it get destroyed? Did it actually get destroyed after reading this? Of course, it sounds like there's not even certainty that it actually did go away, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. That continues to be a thing that is annoying the hell out of me right now. And I'm like, Okay, if it's that impactful, how can we not know what it was? Dinosaurs existed on this world 650 million years ago. We still talk about them bitches like they're here yesterday. Well, we only rediscovered them in late in the late 1800s. I mean, still though, we talk about them like it was like just like yesterday. I mean, because that's just how we work when it's like something was so impactful that it impacted the whole planet. And, Right. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I know we can't do like, you know, the Monty Python deepness. Like, look at the bones. <laughs> I get that. I'm okay with that. But I need to know more than the deepness was a thing. Okay. Uh, and I know we're going to do the raffle. I get it. I'm, you know, just for all the heads out there, I get it. We got a raffle. But still. Mm-hmm. Well, but I, I was going to say, like, maybe there's some clues. I'm starting to wonder if there's a correlation between the loss of the Lord ruler and the mists coming out earlier in the day. And if maybe the deepness is related to the mists and they were held at bay with the Lord rulers presence, because going back to the Lord rulers diary mm-hmm. and the well yeah. of Ascension whole thing, which we still don't know a whole lot about. Right. Um, but it seemed like the well of Ascension, whoever came to power was going to keep the deepness at bay. And now Lord Ruler's not there anymore. Right, right. I mean, I, and, and mm-hmm. Will, you, you probably are, you're probably that's, knocking at the door of truth, right? That's there. what I'm thinking, but we don't know. Right. We don't and know. That was the one interesting part of this, this dialogue between Ellen and Van is like, mm-hmm. Vin's hounding him for all his knowledge on the deepness. And he's all, he's just like, 
I don't know. Last person who knew about it is like we got statues around here, and that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm 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 with you, but hopefully we're getting closer to it. Mm. The deep, this is like oh deep, no, man. Skeeter, skeeter. <laughs> <laughs> some cheech and chong on that. <laughs> nice. well, it's like done. really well deep. Done. It's like really deep. He's like it's really the, deep, the man. Deepness. Yeah, like it's like the deepest. <laughs> 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 there goes Skeeter burning his medals again. <laughs> Oh, man, our comments are on this. Uh, They're on fire. They're on fire. I love all y'all. I love all Yeah. Y'all. So the last thing they switched to is it goes back to what the, what the Conjure told then. And they did the little quick conversation about testing people for Alamancy because Contra can't use Alamancy. So well, at least we can rule out some people. Yeah. Um, and in the back of her mind, she's still wondering about Ellen, too. Like, she's like, no, I can't let that get to me. I can't. I have to trust that he's not. That he's still alive. I can't. I can't. She refuses to let herself think that he might be it. Right. 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 Yeah. So. But yeah. But there's probably an imposter somewhere, and who could it be? Who can it be now? That eighty song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will not fear you, whispered Vin, and I will find your secret. She climbed up the table and slipped out of the window to meet Osir to check on the new house grounds again. Yeah. That's what we end. So, yep. So I, I get still to come deep. back to my statement, though. I feel like they, they, the, the, the cliffhanger should have been not that there is a chondra. It should have been who killed the body that the chondra took over. There's ah. the thing. Maybe it was the deepness, man. Maybe. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, Cheech and Chong. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let it go. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, that's that's another big question. So there's a couple questions for this episode, you know. Yeah. Who, who killed the man of the conscious cover and what is the deepness? Questions yeah, I have, or at least I've asked you about the deepness before, and your answer is open. I don't know. I mean, do you have speculation about what you think it might be? Even broad, weird, crazy theories? I mean, you're welcome to come up with something that's off the wall. Mm. But <laughs> it makes it fun. <laughs> I don't know. It can be so I'm far say, off. <laughs> I'm going to say the deepness is a luck dragon. Luck there we go. There you go. Luck dragon. Okay. Yeah. Falcor. It. It's Falcor uh, from Never Ending yeah, Story. Yeah, yeah. Got it. The deepness is Smaug. There you go. <laughs> I had a friend in high school, and we were friends after high school as well. But uh, he got a dog. He got married, and they bought a little corgi. Uh huh. And um. And his wife named it. His wife was Korean and named it some like cute Korean name. And like we all came over and I was like, so "What's the dog's name?" And it's like Bubbo, which means like kisses in Korean or something like. I might be oh, okay. pronouncing that. Sorry if I am for any Korean listeners out there. But like, you know, something cute like that. I just looked at him and goes, "That's a freaking luck dragon, man. That's Falcor." So like, all his <laughs> friends started calling him Falcor, calling Falcor. the dog, and like, and the wife got oh, so man. pissed about it because like we'd come over and like. She'd call the dog, and the dog started answering the Falcor. Like Falcor. Of course, the dog is gonna go by. <laughs> like, it's, it's gonna go by the masses. Anyway. It's a little quirky named Falcor. <laughs> Gotta respond to the masses. It's a luck dragon. It is. Nice. It's a luck dragon now. By the way, I hate that movie. Hate that movie so much. But you know, every hate knows. never in story. Oh, we watched that movie the other day, and um, I want to say the other day, like it was like yesterday. It's probably like four or five months ago, but still. Uh-huh. 
we eviscerated that movie for how terrible it is. And <laughs> I movie. enjoyed <laughs> eviscerating that movie. I, so I, nostalgic. Like <laughs> so we eviscerate movies the same way that Cinema Sins eviscerates movies. Mm-hmm. And we just laid into it and had, and by we were drinking, of course, and yeah. had the best time. So, oh, yes. Such a great movie. Come on. Yeah. This is my childhood you're, you're, you're talking about yeah. here. I mean, I, I will say one thing about man, my dude losing that horse in the daggone swamp. Oh, come on. The feels. Tears. The fears, dude. Every time I'm like, don't make me have feelings. Don't give it to the sadness. Anyway, don't yeah. make me have feelings. Oh. All right. <laughs> Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of good Absolutely. comments. Absolutely. The deepness is just David Bowie and tight pants. Okay, Labyrinth reference. I like it. Well, well, well first of all, <laughs> David Bowie is a god among men. All right. Yeah, I and mean, that movie holds up too. The Labyrinth is oh fantastic. David <laughs> Bowie. By the way, I've been watching a lot of classic videos on mm-hmm. uh, the MTV Classics. Yeah. Uh, because thank you, MTV, for putting on a channel that actually just shows music videos. Applause. Oh, okay. But David Bowie videos still hold up. Them things are badass. Yeah. Well done, David Bowie. Yeah. yeah. Some good old uh, David Bowie in tight leather pants singing hey. about a babe. Look, I have life goal. My life goal. David Bowie figure in the tight leather pants. I so now I'm just now I'm seeing the deepness as the Goblin King. And um, Vin is just Jennifer Conley. Trying uh-huh. to work her way through the maze to find the Goblin okay. King and save okay. the world. Yeah, MTV yeah. still thing. Yeah, that's a good question. Sure, why not? Is, is MTV yes, still thing? MTV, <laughs> MTV classic. People get on it. MTV classics is available. Uh, don't go on MTV. Not MTV two. MTV classics. It's, a, it's they have music? like things like it's like there's like a block that's just like rock videos, eighties, nineties. Okay. They got they a got block. Yo, just they got around. yo MTV raps. They have a <laughs> hip hop section, and all it does is all the MTV raps, uh, hip hop, so yo MTV raps type videos. Yes. And to answer questions, Skeeter, yes, that makes Ellen the baby. That makes Ellen the baby. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So. All day long. Yes. Yes. That checks out. 100%. And then Orsier can be, uh, no, it's not the dog they ride. It's, uh, it's uh, what's his name? Friend. Uh, friend. Oh, what's his name in Labyrinth? Oh, no, you're not going to get me on that one, dude. I can't. Oh. I, was, I keep on saying Hordor, but it's not. that's Game of Thrones. It's something. Mm-hmm. Something L. Come on, Labyrinth people. Will, fear movie growing up, right? Labyrinth. Don't you know everything about <laughs> yeah, that movie? Ludo. I'm pulling up IMDB right now. Yeah, Ludo, friend. I think Ludo. Um, I think it's Ludo. Yeah. yeah, it's Ludo. It is Ludo. Look at my memory coming back. Ludo. Ludo, Ooh, you're friend. right. Yes, it's Ludo. <laughs> so, Osir is just Ludo. Ludo, friend. <laughs> okay, I forgot that the uh, Goblin King's name was Jareth. Yeah. I didn't know that. Jareth. With his, uh, with his crystal balls. Yes, man. He was, he would roll that ball, man. <laughs> he did the, that ball would like roll oh, yeah, just, back of his hand. Oh, yeah. Damn, those doing all the tricks. Anyway, oh, this guy was badass. Anyway, before we just yeah. start going down the rabbit hole even further on this, any final predictions? Anything else we want to cover before we do favorite character? Oh, favorite character is definitely Ten Wheel. Ten Wheel. Okay. Ten Wheel. Yeah, I mean, come I mean, on. I mean, no, no, come, no. man, she's putting, she's putting this fool in check. 
She was like, you better act like a king. You better step up. Love her. Well, do you have a fair character? Same. Same. Oh, I thought you were going to go Saze it still. Oh, okay. I was going to go Saze. I'll do Saze. Saze nice. is great. Nice. I'll go all of the terrorist people. All the terrorist yes. people. Yes. Because they rule. Yeah. Yeah. They sucks. should be ruling, though, by the way. They should. Well, the terrorist people have been kicked down for so many centuries and millennia. They, really should, they should be ruling. I mean, I don't know if I'm like, you know, throwing out some foreshadowing or something like that, but they should be ruling everything. Yeah. They're pretty smart people. So, um, person was ruling everything. Yeah. So next week we'll have Skeeter on as a guest. So hey, Skeeter. we'll welcome Skeeter on. Um, it will be fun. Um, he's also one of our mods as well, but uh, also has read a lot of the Cosmere, and uh, will be fun, fun, uh, fun to have on. Just uh, one to catch up and two, just uh, do some more Cosmere content. So and we're doing three chapters again. So it'll be 15, 16, and seventeen. Nice. That's right. Is that right? Yeah, 15, uh, we 16, 17. Yep. 12, 13, 14, yes. So yep. 15, 16, 17. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, and then how we can be found is at thecosmereads.com where you can find links to everything. Um, we are on Facebook now too. So if you do have Facebook, um, I pretty much exclusively only use Facebook now to do podcast stuff, which is not very much because I don't really go on Facebook at all. So if I do happen to post things, on Facebook, it's just Cosmere. Uh, it's either Cosmere Reads or The Will Reads. Um, nice. My personal page, I don't think I've posted on there in a long time. So Wait, we go false there. What you got, Will? When you're done with this, are we going to do the bingo? Because I think we might we oh, need to yeah. discuss one bingo. of the... Yeah, bingo! Okay, we need to discuss wait, wait, one of the... Hold on, let me share screen, come back and pull it back up. Uh, window, bingo, share screen. Because one of them and... is up for debate. All oh, right, what we got? Which, which ones? Um, I'm making the screen bigger so I can read. Everything. Second one from the top left, says it being a eunuch mentioned, and then also second row. Okay, that did column. happen. Yes. Okay. There's the two terrace ones that are related. The other one is second row, fifth column on the right. Right. Terrace make a comeback. comeback? Like, are, are they starting to make a comeback, Whoa. or is it not quite there yet? I'm gonna say yeah, that counts because we we had terrorist people come in and influence things. I feel like they're starting to, you know. Yeah, I would say terrorists been making a comeback is probably I, legit. I'll do the- yeah, it says it mentioned being a eunuch. We'll, we'll count that one. Yeah, um, we definitely count that because I said something about um, and Dooley came. Dooley came mentioned about as the hard well. on. So, Dooley came yeah. mentioned. Um, so we'll do that too. Wait, wait, which um, one? Dooley came the very top, top left. Dooley came. Did I? Did we mention a Dooley came when it Dooley. came to Breeze? Well, we did when we were talking about Teddy Roosevelt. No. Oh yeah, yeah Teddy Roosevelt. Let's in the story too. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. but Terrence coming, but Terrence coming and... comeback. I think is a little bit. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, if I if I. If okay, okay, we'll, we'll let it Quite go then. Maybe I'm, that's uh, that's in progress. You're you're the arbiter of this thing. So if you say sure. no, we will say that you know not put enough. Uh, I think it's Dueling Kane definitely checks out though, because Teddy Roosevelt mm. he spoke softly but carried a big Dueling Kane. Big Dueling Kane. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. Yeah. So, so I will. But the internet this. didn't drop, so still no bingo. <laughs> the internet no dropped bingo. for me before the episode, unfortunately, yeah. but that doesn't count during. Doesn't the stream, count. Has to be so. midstream. Uh, so yeah. 
Uh, trust me, it does happen from time to time. Storms happen, <laughs> internet goes out. It, it happens. Oh, all the things uh, happen. Oh, uh, Verizon decides to just take down all the internet in all oh, of uh, our area. For I like have three days. Back, I have uninterruptible power supplies on every point mm-hmm. from like all my devices now. So uh, hopefully, if a storm came through and took everything out, I at least be able to like keep recording for like 30 minutes <laughs> as long as the internet doesn't go out like the actual internet no it's like it, it will back up everything so even the fiber going back to like oh, okay. yeah i have it like ups on all of that just in case because i need to make sure okay. i can support like my services that i have to support for my my job so yeah. okay cool so yeah so right. yeah check out the website Follow us there. Uh, also follow us on all the social medias. All the links are there. Join the Discord. Uh, Patreon's there too. Um, we are going to be doing a live reaction at some point. I'm actually going to schedule that sometime soon. Uh, oh, cool. Even though we don't have anybody that we'll, we'll fit, we'll, I'll find a chapter uh, and we'll, we'll do a live reaction just to have some content on there for people to sign up and want to watch. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll do that one evening. Um, nice. And yeah, that's all I got for this week. So until next time, guys. Scott stink, Scott, Scott stink, fresh. Thank you for listening to the Cosmere Reads. See y'all next time. <laughs>